Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> What's up? It's Sharks Across Hollywood, and it's that time of year again. So activate your ecto phase, jump on your combat chopper, and kick Count Dragon in the balls. Fuck COVID nineteen. This is Power Rangers Month twenty twenty. All right. It's cool, right? And that's where the that's where we'll play. I'll probably play a cool Power Rangers intro song, like from Turbo or something. And then we'll get right into it and talk about, like I said, it's fucking Power Rangers Month 2020, and this year we're going to focus on spinoffs and copycats. I don't like the term ripoffs because they're not really ripoffs. They're just a bunch of people that said, hey, Power, Power Rangers is kind of a ripoff already. So We're going to start by talking about Masked Rider. It's a show that came out in 1995, and the Rev has already told me that he thinks it sucks balls. We're going to talk about the history of this thing, but we're going to go back to Common Rider, which is what Masked Rider was it pulled their stock footage i keep on wanting to call it sentai footage but it is not the same thing same Except company for the crossover episode the crossover episode which we'll have to talk about that because i don't know if you noticed stuff about that um that it got totally fucking ignored in the pilot yep yeah i noticed that All they right. just completely ignored the power rangers intervention in that whole debacle entirely and we're just like no he just found out about earth and goes there for no fucking reason whatsoever unprompted as opposed to the power rangers being like oh fuck coming up getting involved and then count dragon discovering earth because of them and stuff you <laughs> oh know. man i thought i thought that was a really good setup i don't know why they didn't incorporate it plus you'd immediately get the power rangers audience by having that opening episode be power rangers adjacent it is weird that they yeah. didn't do that let's talk about common writer did you go back and watch any of it on tubi or anything i did not i i spent all my time trying to get through all 17 episodes which i didn't i only got through all the first 13 holy I got shit the christmas episode you watched way more than I did, but I kind of fell into a weird common Rider rabbit hole. Oh, so you probably watched a bunch of that too, didn't you? I tried real hard, but it's so fucking hard to find. Oh my god. But common Rider, let's let let's go there. So I'm not going to try to translate or, you know, pronounce those words. <laughs> common Rider like ramen writer but with a k. Well, yeah, I got, I got the common writer part. You know what common writer translates to? No idea. Masked writer. Look at that. It's so they just did a direct translation. That kind of surprises me. It started in 1971, and the guy what what's the creator's name? I had it right in my created by I'm gonna I'm gonna try this. Shitaro Ishinomori. He worked for Toei, who are the guys who created Super Sentai. And this show it beats Super Sentai by four years. So 1971. It was around by it was around four years before Super Sentai. <laughs> yeah, and. There's some weird shit, and I don't know what the fuck they were smoking here, but good <laughs> lord. Okay, I'm gonna, I want to read 
a little bit of the just the synopsis of the first iteration of Common Rider because I was fucking I did not realize it was like that because I have I had watched one movie and it was Ma- it was called Masked Rider the first right and I'm like oh I love Masked Rider it was like 2007 or something and uh, I took it home I knew it was going to be all in Japanese and I took it home and I'm like this guy's getting experimented on this is not Masked Rider what the hell's going on why is this so dark <laughs> that was a reboot of the franchise so I'm going to read this story thing from Wikipedia. So the series takes place in a world plagued by shocker. Haha. <laughs> a mysterious worldwide <laughs> terrorist organization formed by remaining members of the Nazis. Oh which my is God. awesome. So wow. <laughs> to further its plans for world domination, Shocker recruited its agents through kidnapping, turning their victims into mutant cyborgs, and ultimately brainwashing them. However, <laughs> One victim named Takeshi Hongo escaped just before the final brainwashing. With his sanity and moral conscience intact, Takeshi battled Shocker's minions as the grasshopper-themed cyborg superhero Kamen Rider. That is fucking fantastic. (laughs) That is a very different story than the one we got. (laughs) And that's all in that first season that you guys can watch on Tubi. By the way, watch it because I want the rest. Specifically, I want Common Rider Amazon because I will tell you that it's like a fucking horror movie. It looks super disturbing. Like this guy's transforming and it's it's not a suit. He like actually turns into this like gill man looking thing. It's all slimy and shit and it looks fucking horrific and amazing. Yeah, that that first monster, like I said, looked like something straight out of the Giver. It was fucking awesome. That first episode or maybe it was second episode monster with the horns coming out of its elbows and its shoulders and shit. Like that was genuinely creepy and cool. And then the uh Lord Dragon ship is fucking <laughs> cool as hell, man. And I, then you see him and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, he's such a he's such a like, oh, he's such a pussy character, but his ship is so fucking cool. He is way less cool. Uh, but yeah, so Common Rider, Common Rider is a thing. It's fucking cool, and it, you know, it ran for a while, and then it kind of stopped. The first era was called the Showa era, and that ran from '71 to I think '89 when the last it ended with Common Rider Black RX. And then they made Common Rider Shin and Zio and J, which are just uh, films, like actual movies. Oh, okay. So it's holy shit. It I. It wasn't even on TV in the 90s, so I don't know what the fuck they were doing. They're using stock footage from a show from 1989 in a show in 1995. Yeah, speaking of which, what age group was this show targeted at? Because I would just watch the Christmas episode. Did you watch the Christmas episode? I didn't episode? make it there, but you know what? I have watched it before. I know I I had to have seen it or rented it or something. Where Lord Dragon's, or or rather, uh, what what's what's that gal who... Nefaria. Nefaria, that's it. <laughs> Nefarious big plan is we're going to kidnap Santa Claus. It'll ruin Christmas <laughs> for the whole world. Well, <laughs> and then Santa shows up. I'm like, are you fucking is this aimed at four year olds? What the fuck is this? Because I don't I didn't know a single seven year old in school who hadn't figured out the Santa Claus bullshit. Well, yeah, I don't know, because Power Rangers was three years old at this point. So I don't know where they trying to capture like the the kids who are the same age as they were trying to get when Power Rangers first started, who are now slightly too old, or were they expecting Power Rangers fans to be like, yeah, let's watch this dumb show. Even though I'm glad you brought up the Christmas episode because Power Rangers has a Christmas episode and it's, (laughs) it's, it's real bad. I have it on VHS back in Great Falls. It's called I'm Dreaming of a White Ranger. (laughs) 
And it has nothing to do with Tommy specifically, so I don't know why it was called that. Rita and Zed are trying to, you know, of course, kidnap Santa. Seriously? They just <laughs> yes. they just recycled that plot yep. exactly. Yeah. And the Power Rangers never, never morph, not a single time. Do you know how they fight the bad guys? They throw snowballs at them in the North Pole while they're hanging out with elves. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's a thing. It is a thing. Because that's what I go to Power Rangers for. Yeah. To see bad actors in a snowball fight. Speaking of new pets, fuck Furbus. <laughs> I loved Furbus when I was a little kid. Oh my god. But Furbus is a piece know. of shit. He fucks up everything. Fuck him. Okay, you know what? I watched the first three episodes, and then I watched Super Gold because I spent so much fucking time messing around with all the other stuff. But I did. I watched the three Power Rangers episodes also. I know. Oh, I, I I did watch the Power Rangers episodes as well. Did you watch those first? Yeah. Okay. I started with them, and then I went on to the to the Master Rider, which is why on the pilot I was pretty much like, "Well, this is fucking bullshit." They're just ignoring <laughs> that whole thing I just watched. What the fuck? If I was a kid in 1995, I would be so pissed off right now. If you were the, if you were I the was audience, 16 and yeah. incredibly cool in 1995. If you were the audience that they were aiming for, you wouldn't have known the fucking difference. So <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's a fair statement. Also, before before we get into Mass Rider proper, let's just talk about the Heisei era of Common Rider, which started in like oh, it looks like it was announced in 1999. So all the way through the 80s or the 90s, it was just completely gone so it started and it it aired on january 30th of 2000 common writer kuga was the was the new was the new thing and as far as i know it is actually you know still what, going do you know what showa means i have no idea it appears that it's the showa corporation oh well that makes sense oh so the the showa period is apparently a like a nationwide era in japan that went through 1989 it was from 1926 to 1989 is known as the Showa period. Oh, well, that... Or Showa era or modern Showa. Well, that, that tracks because uh, I googled, you know, what does Showa era mean? And then, of course, the Criterion Collection for Godzilla showed up. And that is the Showa era yeah. films from 54 to 75. Yeah, I guess it refers to uh, the emperor who died in 1989. Holy shit, look at that. You came for Power Rangers and a bunch of dumb shit and you learned something today. I'll forget yeah, tomorrow, I mean, I was but... curious because I have that Showa Godzilla collection. Yeah. yeah so it's... I was like, huh weird that they call them the same era yeah and i didn't even means. put that together until right now holy shit yep hey look we we actually learned something that's nice i figured it was a studio that handled you know and maybe they were handled by the same studio or something i mean it, you know it would it would fit but uh no apparently it refers to uh some kind of political dynasty there's also a new period it's called it's R-E-I-W-A, I don't know how to pronounce that, Rai-Rai-Wa or something, Raya. uh Started with Common Rider 01 in 2019, and they're going with Common Rider Saber right now. So that's awesome. So it's still on. Shout Factory, get your shit together, start releasing all these, because I will fucking watch them. It sounds awesome. <laughs> you should totally check out some of the, some of like the Henshin videos, which Henshin, by the way, means transform. I also learned that from Ooh. doing all this. And it, it'll show all the different, all the morphs of Mask Rider th over the years. And some of those suits get fucking ridiculous. They get weird. Like you can I tell. I kind of wish you'd brought an accompanying video clip. <laughs> uh, it's it's all on YouTube. It's all on YouTube, everybody. Super Raya. Whoa, whoa. There was a television special in 1993, Ultraman versus Common Rider. Oh man, in 1993, that's that's when stuff started to get really kind of 
cool for this stuff. Like the effects got better and everything was a little less cheesy, which I like obviously, but the nineties are kind of that, that late eighties, early nineties is kind of where it's at for stuff like this. Meanwhile, they pulled all their stock footage from 1975, 1989. <laughs> you sure they weren't pulling? Cause some of that stuff, the film, the film grain looked like it was straight out of the seventies. I'm telling you, uh, there was a stark, stark difference between the quality of the video versus the uh, film stock they were pulling from. Well, yeah, if you watch Power Rangers, it's kind of the same thing. You can tell like, oh, that was definitely American, and then it goes back, even though that first season of Power Rangers was shot just a year after that uh, Jew Ranger footage, and it looks way different, way grainier, <laughs> way darker. And now add six years to that. I'm never going to stop thinking of <laughs> Jew Ranger as just this Hasidic Jew in a Power Rangers costume. <laughs> But with with the stereotypical Hasidic Jew attire on end of the Power Ranger costume. Oh, you got to do it. That'd be awesome. Somebody should somebody should do that. Fan art, people. Fan art. That. There you go. Give us Jew Ranger. <laughs> or or don't. I don't know if that's a good idea. But if anybody can find Ultraman versus Common Rider, let me know because that's awesome. Let's move on. We are going to talk about Mask Rider proper now. Let's start with the Power Rangers episodes, which is the first three episodes from season three of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where we have a little little bit of a crossover, which is still very firmly a Power Rangers show. Like, it's definitely Power yeah. Rangers centric. Yes, definitely. But, it's and also like Mask Rider. A, yeah. yeah, it's not like Mask Rider took over the show. It's it's all about the Power Rangers. They just happen to visit Mask Rider's planet as a favor to the Furbus of Power Rangers, <laughs> uh, Alpha. <laughs> Who happened to be... Fuck him, too. He was created on Edenoi. Fuck, fuck you, by the way. I love Alpha. <laughs> fucking hate alpha and i fucking hate Furbus. they annoy the living shit out of me you every will, time they're on screen alpha 5 will become your best friend when you watch any turbo episode no not any turbo episode <laughs> after after zordon and alpha fucking disappear for a while and they get replaced with uh, i can't remember her name but alpha 6 he's the one who runs around going yo 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 and all that shit instead of oh what because alpha 6 is worse i'm gonna start loving alpha 5 yes you're gonna miss him you're gonna miss him a lot (laughs) i can't see a world in which that that happens that's the thing of the three-parter it's called a friend in need by the way power rangers getting all yes they're all about friendship and team and, and teamwork did you watch the end credits of those things too or did you skip those where tommy comes on and tells you about the secrets of martial arts about yes how the, the biggest muscle is the mind do you know <laughs> that that is from a series of vhs tapes that he did about you know teaching kids martial arts and stuff and did you also know that i rented those a bunch from the video store and why am I not surprised? And I think they're all on YouTube, and that's what we're going to talk about next year. Not looking forward to that. They are. They're only a half Although, hour long, so it's you know it's easy. It might be hilarious. I don't know. We'll see. It's I'll, fun. I'll, I'll try to reserve judgment. No, make fun of it because that's why we're here. Well, I didn't say I wouldn't make fun of it. I'm just <laughs> going to try not to judge it before I see it. I love this stuff, and I will rip it apart because it is really fucking dumb. So for some reason... So let's let's dip into Masked Rider. Oh, shit, that's right. We're, we're talking about Power Rangers. We are actually... This is this is how we're tying Power Rangers Month in here this month since we're only talking about one show that Saban had anything to fucking do with. And also, the Power Rangers are there because next week has nothing to do with Saban, Power Rangers, anything. The week after that, 
it's just a bunch of it's dick it's actually deke the deke the deke power rangers copycat shows oh which you'll love one and is the name of the company yes D-I-C. You'll you'll love one and hate the other one, I'm imagining. Okay. Or you'll love we'll them both see. for the same reason. Because they're both fucking terrible. In like <laughs> in like that good nineties we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. We're just trying to make make dumb shows for kids kind of way. So a friend in need. It's a three-parter. It's opened the third season, and the whole thing is Alpha was built on Edenoy or created on Edenoy by Prince or K- Prince King Lexian, excuse me. Doesn't really get named in the and the actual Master Rider series for a while. So, everybody's wearing gas masks on Edenoy, by the way. And Rachel came into the room. She's like, "Wait, why is he wearing a gas mask? Like why is that supposed to look cool?" I'm like, "Well, it's because they're like mining stuff under the under the ground and like they actually have an explanation for it, which is like, wow, writing. They're mining poisonous gas because Lord I keep on wanting to call him Lord Count Dragon, D-R-E-G-O-N, who is also <laughs> the Masked Rider's uncle, which is not brought up in the three-parter. They have to make it all Star Wars and shit. They barely mention it in the series. I mean, they do mention it, but it is such a, like, blink and you miss it <laughs> that I actually missed it until, like, episode nine or something like that. I'm glad you watched so far into this because I actually want to go back and watch more of it because I had such a fucking good time. <laughs> it's of course you do i love it it's so fun so they only send five of the power rangers to edenoy because kimberly has a cold or the flu or some shit it definitely looks like the flu oh and also apparently rita and lord zed or lord zed specifically knows count dragon and he's like this motherfucker wants to be the evil guy i'm the evil guy i don't want to he's not going to win he's not going to be more evil than me you know what i'm going to do i'm going to wait for the power rangers to leave and go go fight somewhere else and i'm gonna sick a weird pukey monster on earth and then nobody's gonna be able to stop me <laughs> little did oh, he know boy. that kimberly would sneeze all over the fucking monster through her mask by the way through her helmet and he'd be like oh gross power rangers takes place in a world where things make sense because this show is bullshit <laughs> yeah, it's for kids what the fuck do you expect <laughs> and all those kids grew up to be people who are now walking around going masks don't work i watched an episode <laughs> of power rangers so i don't know i don't know how to break this down necessarily they much like when power rangers in Do space we need to break the whole thing down no not really but much like power rangers in space when they met the ninja turtles the masked rider shows up and at, when the when the power rangers get to edenoy and he's like hey fuck you guys you guys are working for Count Dragon. Of course you are, because you're, like, in armor and stuff, I guess. But then we get the cool, the not-as-cool morphing sequence for Master Rider. He does the he does the weird hand signal, and he's like, Ectophase, activate! And then it's, I kind of like that orchestral score that plays when he morphs. It's not great. I totally <laughs> like, missed it. But I kind of like it. And then we get a, so that all works itself out, right? I don't want to break the whole thing down, because that'll take forever. But what Suffice I, to say, when, when Count Dragon fires on all of them, he realizes he wouldn't fire on his own people which he totally would fire he totally on his would own he's a bad that's guy yeah. like come on but that's enough to convince mass writer that they must be on the level so and now they're best friends yep they're all making out and shit which is weird super and hot because by they're doing it with their masks on <laughs> well so we've already established that mucus and stuff can go through the mask so yeah because that's the part you like about, <laughs> about making out is the mucus and stuff i didn't watch this episode but i i read about it did you hear about the part where on edenoy there are also humans which this comes up in power rangers a fucking lot because on ko35 there 
there are also humans. And Andros is like, you don't think there's only humans on Earth, did you? I'm like, well, kind of, because we're in that spot where humans evolved that way. Anyways, but instead of evolving from apes, humans on Edenoi evolved from insects, hence the bug motif of the masked rider, I guess. Yep. So that's a thing. But what I really want to well, talk about... very well do the medical experimentation <laughs> angle since this is clearly aimed at four-year-olds. I feel like they could have gotten away with it. Power Rangers, I feel like, <laughs> got away with some dark shit over the years. And that's a kid show, you know? But with the tone that they were clearly going for, yeah, that wouldn't have gone over well. What I really want to talk about with this three-parter is, you know, eventually the Power Rangers do leave and they fight this big booger monster, but that's not the important part. The important part happens at the end, and it's a very dark down ending for the Mast Rider character in this three-parter. Do you know what I'm talking about? King Lexian goes to Dex. Dex, by the way, is the Mast Rider, played by ten- Ted Jan Roberts, which we'll talk about in a minute. He goes Academy to- Award-winning actor. Not even a little bit. <laughs> uh, but he goes to Dex and he says... You need to follow Count Dragon to Earth because that's where he's going and you need to protect those people. But he then he's like, what about you? He's like, this planet is dying. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Everybody is dying. This is <laughs> Edenoi is officially Krypton and Dex is Apparently. fucking Superman and he's going to Earth. <laughs> Guess what? Never mentioned once in the show. Edenoi is fine. I thought Count that was Dragon a, just yeah, left. I thought that was a fucking awesome ending and a great way to segue in to a sort of dark show about an alien kid trying to find his way with a weird foster family but also trying to save the world from a crazy alien dictator but then they decided to make it muppet babies with giant monsters kind of so we'll get into mass rider proper now okay so the pilot episode is a two-parter called escape from edenoi and it is almost nothing like the (laughs) three-parter from Power Rangers. Nope. Aside from the fact that everybody's in gas masks and it's all sepia toned and weird looking. Yeah, what would you call that filter? I don't even know. Just kind of looks like a cheap Mars filter, you know, like like what what every Mars based movie or TV series cuz now of course we've got actual footage of Mars that looks nothing like that, but <laughs> You know, back in the 90s, what anything based on Mars would have looked like, that's what this looks like. And it looks like total shit. And I totally am into it. It's it's fun. It's fun. Of course. It's so bad. Like masochist. There's so so much shit wrong with it, but I fucking love it. But then you got to remember, it's like, dude, they actually made this for like five-year-olds. So there's no reason to take it so goddamn seriously. Yeah, that's the only thing I can (laughs) get out of it is that it must be aimed at five-year-olds, which makes that first that first pilot monster a massive anomaly because that monster (laughs) is super super creepy and awesome he's from the movie uh one of the movies right yeah he's from so that first monster that you see and i think you see him in episode one do you see him in episode one i don't fucking remember well actually i'm pretty sure you do they don't fight in episode one but i'm pretty sure you see him in episode one oh yeah yeah you see him kind of come to life right after you meet furbus which is fucking weird well not right after you meet furbus right after Furbus. annoying character in the entire series which is saying something by the way because this is a series rife with incredibly annoying characters. Yeah, they really tried to capture that Power Rangers formula with just a bunch of people that you don't like instead of Bulk and Skull, who you don't like, but people did. People do like them. 
This is like if um, if George Lucas had decided to make the prequels the Jar Jar Binks show. I'm pretty sure he tried that, and everybody's some people are like, hey, 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 enough of that guy. Except then they went to series with it. So this monster, I don't know how to describe this thing. It is disturbingly creepy for a kid show. Like it is actually pretty. <laughs> fucking it looks like creepy. the Giver. It looks like it looks like if the Giver were the bad guy in the movie. Dude, that'd be awesome. I I'm into that. Let's have a Giver movie where there is a bad Giver. I'm sure that exists somewhere. Oh, and they're watching Samurai Pizza Cats because also Albie. Is that another Saban property? It is. It is. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the family that he meets. This. Okay. I'm. I, I. I hate to make the obvious joke, but how big is Dad's dick to have gotten that amazingly hot mom? That woman is still gorgeous. I believe it. Yeah. I absolutely believe it. She's probably like 60 years old and still smoking hot. Let's see. I did. I had IMDb up a lot while I was watching this show just to see what everybody was up to, and mostly. Nobody's doing anything. Her name is Candice Keita, and she's still doing shit. She was born in 1967. After postgraduate work in sociology, she decided to pursue her dream of acting. She has... So she's only 53, so her and I, yeah, we could totally hook up. Wow. Uh... <laughs> She graduated from college with degrees in philosophy and contemporary religion. That's interesting. Damn. Those seem like good uh, dovetailing majors or degrees. She's been all over like doing TV and a few movies and stuff. She's yeah, she's still she's still active and she did one episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in season 11. Holy shit. Oh, that's right. That's right. I did cuz I did look up the I looked up several of the actors on IMDb and I forgot. Yeah, she was in an episode of Sunny. You know what I found interesting though? The the sister, Molly, her name is Rhiannon Slover, and I looked her up because I saw an interview with her a few years ago with this guy on YouTube called who calls himself the Black Nerd. He used to do this show called Awkward Talks with Girls, and he happened to be at a Power Morphicon. <laughs> he interviewed her at a Power Morphicon, and I don't think she was into it. I looked her up on Instagram, and it looks like she is a real estate agent in California. Yeah, she looks like she'd grow up to be a real estate agent in California. The lead guy, Dex, him and I are the same age. Yes. So he yeah, was 16 40. and he, he was, well, he was 15, probably 15 or 16 when the show was being made, but 16 when it came out. Well, there you go. Let's talk about him because he's not as bad of an actor as this show makes him out to be. Well, he he's playing an alien, so the whole thing's kind of forgivable. But when he smiles, his <laughs> eyes do not smile. His mouth smiles and his eyes continue to glare. It's the most unsettling <laughs> smile. I've, and that shot they use in the opening credits, he looks like he's about to murder somebody. He looks like he's about to go full fucking joke on you. I just scrolled past the bit where he uh, bites the orange juice box. I remember I rented this. That wasn't a bad bit. No, I mean like that. that's actually, this setup is pretty good for you know, it's not like well acted or anything because that's not what they were going for. But the one thing I do appreciate about this is you are, you know exactly what you're going to get for the rest of the show based on these two episodes. There you go. That, that's what you're getting. That's true. True. That's true, with the exception of the monster being way cooler than any of the other monsters. Aside from that, it is consistent. You gotta give it that. I'm just kind of playing playing the show right now, and I'm just, he's showing them all the uh, the memory of Edenoy through his weird forehead dot. <laughs> that is that is a projector? Yeah. A forehead projector? Yeah. Duh. Didn't you know that was a thing? <laughs> so, let's talk about him real quick. Ted Jan Roberts, that is okay. his name. Okay, let's now, talk about him. 
Again, he's not as bad of an actor as this this show suggests. He was in a lot of movies in the 90s. Mostly, he's a he's a good martial artist. Like, you can see him actually yeah. doing shit. It's very clear that he was hired for his martial arts ability and not yeah. his acting ability. Because he, he does have moves. He was in this movie called A Dangerous Place, which I have told you about. Also starring Corey Feldman as this villain who leads this bad guy karate dojo team into doing a bunch of crimes and they murder his brother and stuff and it's all fuck that's right you have told me about that i still have to watch that he's in that is he the star of it or is he like a side character no he tj roberts is the main character and Corey feldman is the bad guy tj roberts and Corey feldman meet and mako's there too who's mako you know mako why does that name sound familiar he is the He's the wizard guy from the Conan movies. He's the trainer in Sidekicks. Oh, the little old guy. Yeah. The narrator of the Conan movies. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Master Splinter for you younger kids from the oh, from fuck, the that's right. Movie. Oh shit. Not the 2014 movie. That is Tony Shalhoub. Doesn't make sense, but okay, that's fine. What? Yeah, uh Danny They had Tony Shalhoub do the voice of Splinter. Yes, uh Danny Woodburn, he did the motion capture for Splinter, but Tony Shalhoub did the voice acting. Yeah, yeah, I still haven't seen that one. There's so much wrong with those movies. No, you will. You will. We'll get there. You gotta. You gotta. (laughs) But no, I I like I like T.J. Roberts. He's cool. He has a few movies that I really I really want to see. I want to see The Power Within. I think that's the one he did with uh with (laughs) William Zabka from The Karate Kid, and it's about yes yeah. It's about, let's see, Stan Dreyer, a teen afraid to even ask a girl to the prom, finds courage and extreme martial arts skill when he is given a ring by an old man he tried to save from a group of attackers. I'm guessing it's about 83 minutes. That'd be my guess. It is an hour and 37 minutes. I hear that 83 minute mark is kind of the sweet spot for getting maximum plays during the day. (laughs) Yeah, yep. Yeah, I never saw that movie, as far as I know. Or The Magic Kid, which he was in both of those. Tiger Heart. I never saw. He was in a movie called Hollywood Safari in 1997, and he was in a. All of these sound like amazing movies. Um, he was in the. Sh- by amazing, I mean amazingly bad. Apparently, Hollywood Safari was a pilot movie for a TV series, which he was in for 19 episodes. He was in a movie called In the Blink of an Eye, and then he was in Milk, dude. The Sean Penn movie? Yes. <laughs> what? And I've never seen. <laughs> What? I've never seen Milk, but uh, let's see if I can find a good... He is a weird dude with long hair and a Hawaiian shirt. Okay, weird dude with long hair and Hawaiian shirt number one. I wish he would kind of like do an interview. I'm wondering what he's up to these days. You just wanted to do an interview about Masked Rider. It would inevitably come up, I imagine. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Like, I mean, on the one hand, you think, well, this is probably what he's best known for, but I don't think he's that known for it, so... <laughs> Maybe it's other stuff. And it doesn't seem like he gives a shit either because he's he's not on social media or anything. I have not found him anywhere. (laughs) And you've looked. That's the scary thing. Yeah, I would love to stalk this guy. (laughs) I would interview the shit out of him if he'd be on the show. He's so unwatchably bad in this this show. (laughs) I'm a fan, all right? Watch A Dangerous Place. It's on Tubi. You get to see see Corey Feldman do karate, and it's kind of funny. I mean, it's got the Feldmeister (laughs) in it. And... There's, there's, there's this dude, he's a, he's a black dude and he, uh, I was trying to figure out the whole time I was watching a dangerous place where I knew him from and I had to look it up real quick and I'm like, holy fuck. He was in this show called California dreams. I think it was on the USA network and it was a sitcom kind of like saved by the bell. Only it followed a band instead, you know, of, of a bunch of douchebag high school students. Yeah. Wow. You have knowledge of some obscure shit. I have to hand it to you. Yeah, I know. 
It's it's only going to get fucking worse next week. I have okay. Granted, <laughs> I have not watched. I've never seen the show that we're going to talk about next week, so it'll be new for everybody. Oh, <laughs> do you love the fucking narrator guy at the end of the show trying to do his best like Batman sixty six impersonation? Like, will they do this? Will they? <laughs> That makes me happy. okay. That that actually that bring that brings me to what's the what's the neighbor girl's name again? I can't. Patsy. Patsy. That's right. Patsy. Patsy. The first thought I had about Patsy when I saw her was I feel like I've seen her as an adult in porn. Let's see. Her name is Libby Letlow, and she's been in. Some no, stuff. I looked her up, and I haven't. I. Okay. I <laughs> She is an actress. She continues to act to this day. I, I I actually did look her up just to see because I had that feeling, but it didn't go away. It, and and then <laughs> in I believe it was episode two, they have the food fight in which uh, she takes a cream pie to the face. <laughs> sure, that helped. <laughs> and the narrator comments on it at the end. He says, "Will Patsy discover that cream pies are good for your for your oh, yeah. face?" I made it and I was like you gotta be fucking kidding me no way and then she constantly refers to her her little uh, toady guy the guy who follows her around who's in love with her she refers to him as herpy even though his name is herbie everybody else pronounces it with the b she always pronounces it with a p are you projecting are you projecting because you want her to have said that no, yeah, no, she's like, I listened for it multiple times. I heard it once, and then I was like, that might just be me because I heard everybody else say Herbie. And then I listened again the next time, and nope, she pronounces it with a P. Like, maybe she's got a lisp or something, but it was like, come on. Like, just come on. <laughs> They're annoying. They're not really fun. <laughs> no, no, she's just, she, she's just a super irritating character. And, and, all the shit that Dex gives her and she still like has this crush on him I'm sorry that girl would have ditched him she she would have turned on him hard I don't care how cute he is well no now she's in Herbie's spot because all she wants to do is love Dex and he's just like yeah fuck off but he's her friend like he I, I saw in the super gold episodes he's like you know friends are supposed to be honest right we're friends so I'm gonna tell her that her bug costume looks entirely wrong yeah no that's the thing it's like all the times he gets intera- social interactions with her wrong, there's no way she would have kept going after him. She would have totally like done the 180 on him and been like, Dex is a dick. I hate that or, guy. I can't stand him. He's always just about... Even though in the very first episode, she walks into that house and starts being a passive-aggressive bitch to Molly, or whatever her name is, like right in front of her mother. Like, if that was my mother, she'd have been like, you can shut the fuck up or get the fuck out of my house, you little bitch. I like it. I like this show. I really do. It's a it's a sincere... There, There's some... I would hate it if I was in your shoes. I guarantee it. I would hate it if I was in your shoes, having never really watched it before. But, you know, it's... <laughs> that I totally fucking understand. But... It's an it's a nostalgia it's thing terrible. for sure. It's it's truly terrible, but at the same time, I can't deny that it has a train wreck charm to it. Okay, right. And now I'm actually in watching and just kind of having the first two episodes running here. I'm at the fight scene between Master Rider and that monster. Okay, and <laughs> I was watching this scene and I'm watching it and I'm sitting there like why are they cutting it like that? Why is it edited like that? That is so fucking weird. Why don't they show him actually kicking the monster? And then uh, there's a part where he flies through the wall, and I'm like, 
wait, why does he have that silver thing on his head? What the fuck is going on? And then it wasn't until I, I cheated a little bit and I went and found a podcast uh, about Common Rider. It's called Ride or Die. I was listening to this podcast and they brought up that it was from that footage with that crazy monster was from Common Rider Z.O. And I immediately went and looked it up and I'm, I'm at work, by the way. I'm spending the last hour of work just fucking hanging out in front of the computer because I didn't feel like doing anything because I'm, <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. And I turned this fucking thing on and you you need to watch this. I, I will guarantee you will love it because it is fucking weird and it's creepy and it's so awesome it starts out this monster is like following this kid and mass rider breaks through this fucking this fucking wall and he's all badass looking on his motorcycle and he it, the whole thing is basically a fight he fights like three or four different monsters in there and they're all gross and fucking creepy there's this face on the wall there's this thing screaming like i'm your daddy made me blah and i'm like what the fuck what the fuck is going on it's so creepy and it's it's made even creepier because it's all in japanese and shit it is so good and it's only 48 minutes long yet it was theatrically released in japan in 1993 which is weird but it was so cool and i'm watching i'm just like my mouth is just hanging open i'm like this is fucking this is exactly what i was looking for and it made me so happy it's not what we got no it's not at all <laughs> i was wondering where the cuts came from and i'm like that has to be from something different where it's not from black rx because they would have actually shown him fucking shown some impact shots but no every time he like goes to kick the monster it like cuts away just to him kind of throwing the kick but that's why because it's from zeo it's not from common rider common uh, uh, rider black rx which is specifically what they took the footage from for this not sentai footage by the way don't let me say sentai footage just say sentai footage who cares I care, Nobody's damn it. Nobody's listening but us anyway. I care. Aside from the good part of that episode, that seeing that monster and how creepy and weird he looks, you know what my other favorite part is? When D- Count Dragon sends down those weird little maggot creatures to run through the school. They're just oh, these, God. these shitty fucking costumes. <laughs> oh my God. It is the best. Like, that's the kind of stuff it's like, if it's not good, at least it's funny. I'm now at the part where Dax is essentially creating life like he's god in the form of a motorcycle and a car they are sentient beings yeah yeah okay so yeah let's talk (laughs) about this okay because the show's called masked masked writer so i understand that he has to be writing something but the show was called masked writer before he ever had anything to ride and he was known as the masked writer before he had a vehicle so what the fuck is up with that name masked writer doesn't make any goddamn sense until he has the vehicles and he just creates them in like episode three or some shit two but i know why it's because they took it from the japanese name common rider which means masked rider yeah so why why didn't they call him like you know like the masked prince or something like that until he got the vehicles and then he became the masked rider yeah why didn't he at least have like the motorcycle already yes something like they could have given him something to make the goddamn name make sense i mean okay it's fine (laughs) i never thought about it but yeah you're right your matters but yeah, this is this is fifty. You know what pisses me off <laughs> about this? The the reason this pisses me off is because it's storytelling like this. It's cheap shortcut taking storytelling that leads to kids of the mid nineties growing up and becoming screenwriters and not knowing how to tell a fucking story. And consequently, we get fucking transformers i don't think they were kids in the 90s michael bay was already making movies in the 90s i'm not talking about the michael bay ones i'm talking about the subsequent ones the first one at least does have a story it might be stupid 
stupid, but it is a story. I do like the first one. The first one's still a good movie. Then the other ones happened. The first one was good. The first, I, like, I, I watched it like three times, and by the third time, it was an exhausting slog. But it's got Shia LaBeouf, so I mean, I'm I'm always down for a little a little LaBeouf. You actually, you're actually positive on Shia LaBeouf. Oh, I love Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf is the Santa Claus of the internet. That is. That is new information to me, and I kind of love it. I'm very happy. I am a huge Shia LaBeouf fan. If Shia LaBeouf is in it, I am there. That's awesome. What about Masked Rider with Shia LaBeouf? Oh, hell yeah. And. Oh, that would be fucking awesome. And Corey Feldman as Count Dragon. (laughs) Yes. Yes. If you make that happen, I will be the happiest man alive, Andrew. And we will resurrect Corey Haim, and he will be the fat dad. See, I was thinking Shia LaBeouf was going to be the dad, or maybe like uh, the grandfather or something like that. A recurring character for sure, but not the masked writer himself, because the masked writer has to be young. And LaBeouf is in, you know, dad age now. He is, isn't he? Holy shit. All right, so uh, who's the masked writer? Fuck. You know what? You know what? We change it up. Masked writer is the girl from the Sia video with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I watched Dance Moms and saw how she got that job. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yes, I was I've there. I've never watched Dance Moms. I've only seen the video. Nope. You hate watch stuff. That's why I wanted to start that reality show podcast, because I hate them, but they're fucking it's a train wreck that you can't look away from. No. Nope. 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 You can't do that with me. I can't do that, because <laughs> that shit, I, I understand the train wreck appeal of it. I get it. But the thing is, is the way our brains are built is not to handle that level of of fuckery that shit will fuck with your brain and you'll say oh i'm watching it ironically i'm in control here but it's it's wheedling its way in there and the next thing you know you're following that shit on twitter and suddenly you're one of these douchebags with with opinions about that kind of thing who actually you know like have allegiances to characters on the show and stuff and it's just like nope fuck that my life is too short for that Common writer, masked writer. Oh, okay. I can justify <laughs> stuff like that because at least we get cool monster fights. You know, at, at, at least I get to have a fun conversation with you about cool monster fights. That I can always get behind. There's something of quality to be had there. But no, reality TV, there's nothing of quality. There's no redeeming factor. Oh. Even a conversation with you, which don't get me wrong, I love, <laughs> is not justification enough to watch that shit. Wow. All right. Are you done? <laughs> And rant. (laughs) I'm laughing so hard that I'm coughing now because I probably have the COVID and I'm going to die soon. Oh, hey. (laughs) I did want to talk about the stuff from this show that eventually made its way into Power Rangers. One season specifically, which is super fucking weird. Power Rangers Time Force. So there's two things. Oh, um, Time Force was one of the good ones, right? I don't... I think you might have liked it. I don't remember, dude. It, that was two years ago. Oh, I'm... That was so long ago. I'm not 100% now. sure. <laughs> I, I might be it. confusing it. Is that the one with the giant blue Anibis dog? No, that's a RPM. Oh, right. Okay, RPM. No, it's not. The, that's uh, the other one I really like. RPM is the... Is the Oh, R- post-apocalyptic yeah, RPM's one. the the Mad Max one. Yeah. What the fuck is that one? Oh, SPD. 
SPD is the one with the dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, those were the two I really liked. Time Force is the future one. But there's two things from this show that actually made it into Time Force, which is super fucking weird. The first one being <laughs> there's a character in Time Force that has a green diamond thing on his forehead and he is telepathic and can read minds and shit and that's not directly related to this but Dex and his people have the the dumb fucking thing on their on their heads that right. helps them do weird stuff but one thing maybe more important is that Nefaria when Count Dragon is like I'm going to send down this monster to fuck up Mass Rider and kick his ass she's like why don't you just send all of them down and he says well even that'd be even too much for me to control so I'm not going to do that and eventually, in Time Force, the bad guy, played by the dude from Commando, if you remember that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that was Time <laughs> Force. Oh, 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 okay, I remember now. That was that, that was not one of the good ones. No, no, not not for you. I, I liked most of it, but it got a little got a little rough. But yeah, he, he, he actually makes a comment about, like, I can't send more than one of these fuckers down there, otherwise I won't be able to control them. And I'm, I just thought that was an interesting little thing it really doesn't matter none of this matters everybody listen to this but then go do something important with your life like start a podcast (laughs) don't start a podcast don't fucking start a podcast there's too many nobody's paying attention to mine let alone like adding more how many how many interview podcasts can there possibly be people are always like how do you get people to how do you get interviews i'm like who gives a fuck just talk by yourself talk to a friend fuck me Ugh. You're not fucking important enough to get important people to interview, so go away. Anyways. It's true, though. It is true. (laughs) Fuck you guys. I really didn't take a lot of notes on this shit, either. I really wanted to, but I didn't, and I wanted to be more prepared, but this is our first time doing this in, like, three months, so fuck you guys. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But you know what? the audience. Next week is going to be a little easier because it's 13 episodes, and there's there's nothing adjacent to it. It doesn't come from any fucking Japanese stock footage or anything. It is just from what I gather, a garbage show that has a similar premise to all this shit. Are there any other ideas, any thoughts that you have about this shit that need to be said? My final thought on the thing is just what a complete and utter useless tool Lord Dragon is because he knows where Dex lives. He has somehow has satellite video following this kid all the time and he still can't manage to kill him or capture him now we've established at this point that the masked rider although he's billed as being this badass is in reality not that tough because at one point he has trouble taking out three maggots and we have (laughs) establishment later on in the series that maggots i mean grandma was taking on the maggots with she was having some success taking on three maggots at one point and at least getting them to leave her grandkids alone and mom and dad come out and are trying to (laughs) wrestle maggots for santa claus and win (laughs) by the way so maggots aren't that strong as far as uh putties go you know or or rather putty adjacent characters go (laughs) and in the very first episode or so he's having trouble killing three of them so i don't think the masked rider is that strong so honestly (laughs) the fact that count dragon can't kill him himself and by the way count dragon doesn't do shit himself other than bitch at his subordinates (laughs) that's pretty much all he does that that's talk shit to his subordinates subordinates excuse me and uh so yeah i just think he's a, a 
Count Dragon is a giant pussy, and the Masked Rider, while certainly fun to watch, is uh, is not as tough as he is built to be, at least until he goes super gold, which honestly, why is that not his first move? He doesn't have Alpha telling him he can't escalate shit. Or excuse me, not Alpha, but Zordon, rather. Because he doesn't have the fucking... He doesn't have Zordon. He doesn't have super gold powers until episode 7, or 8, because it's a two-parter. Yeah. 7 and 8, yeah. But I mean... He has that he has that laser sword thing, which by the way, I was getting a real sword vigor vibe off of that. I mean he even pulls it right out of his dick for fuck's sake. And then it immediately kills anything he shoots with it. Why is that not move one? Come on. The only time that makes sense is when he's fighting his friend who is transformed into a monster by Lord Dragon. Then it's like, okay, you don't want to kill him because he's your friend. You want to get him back on your side. And that's uh what is that Robo Rider who and that's, Robo that, Rider, that's yep. the super gold episodes. Yeah. Which I also rented yeah from the video store by the way because i'm cool of course you did i was a kid damn it leave me alone well they, I mean, it's called me super gold so it's probably pretty awesome it is it was pretty cool i had the toys too yes of course i did <laughs> Wait, how old were you 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 were their target audience at this point 95 like five or six right i was eight at the time so i was slightly oh. older i think okay so you were but maybe you were a little slow developing, so you still had the young tastes. And <laughs> Thank you. You had gotten into Power Rangers when you were age appropriate. So I did, yeah. <laughs> I was. But you know, the weird thing is that I discovered Mask Rider, I think, through the same cousin who introduced me to Power Rangers, and also was too old for it. And one of the one of the things we're covering this week or this month, I also learned from him, even though he didn't like Power Rangers. I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> so. All this can be traced back to him, who I don't have any contact with because he's a fucking crazy person. They're all crazy people. My whole family is all fucking weird. I think I have at least one or two cousins like that. I don't like any of them. Oh my God. Stop having babies, please. Would you God? Anyways, that's again, that (laughs) That is another podcast. That is the main reason I don't want to date a woman who's too much younger than me because, you know, like I feel like I'm in enough of a state of of arrested development that I could probably date a woman who's younger than me and we could connect intellectually because I'm basically a giant man child. But... (laughs) I don't want to date a woman who wants to have kids, who's who's young enough to want to have kids. I want to date a woman who's hit middle age and is like, fuck you, I'm not having children. I mean, like, I want to bring up the topic and for her to get mad at me about it. <laughs> what are you just going to be sitting having dinner with her and just like, you know, I'm thinking about having kids. And she's just like, fuck you. And that is when I will, will propose marriage. And then she'll also be like, fuck you, I'm not doing that shit again. I've already been divorced three times. Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> and that is when I know I will spend the rest of my life with her. No, you won't, because you'll be the fourth one. <laughs> no, I won't marry her. I'll just spend the rest of my life with her, because honestly, if you got a good thing going, marriage is just a technicality. And a tax break for some. Yeah, which is bullshit. Would you like to be... Well, I'm I'm almost part of the family on Masked Rider because, you know, they're married, but we're not. And there's two adopted little children. None of them, neither, none of them have superpowers, though. I'm kind of bummed out by that. Well, I mean, admittedly, it wasn't until at least one of them was in high school before the superpowered third showed up. So you still got a few years. Yeah, damn it. Oh, and I just noticed that the, in the first episode, he's wearing the outfit from Black RX, like the guy, what the guy actually wears. And then episode three just started playing, and he is wearing the outfit f- that the dude wore in just Common Rider Black. 
that's cool. A little bit of continuity there. A little I bit have of, no idea little bit of what homage. the fucking difference is. I know you don't. God damn it. Watch Z-O, though. <laughs> I will 100%. I'm going to try to find that fucking Ultraman thing. Oh, my God. I just remembered. I'm not going to lie. The Ultraman thing does sound kind of cool. I mean, Ultraman and Kamen Rider, from what I gather, were sort of their flagship properties at that point. And that's why... Uh, What's the name of the other one? Inframan was invented was was because of Ultraman and Common Rider. He was like the Shaw brothers. Isn't, isn't that what isn't that what you said or what the article? So yeah, Inframan on it said. Yeah, I can't Inframan remember. is Shaw brothers. I didn't read the article or anything. I did not say that, but I imagined it was created in the wake of all that shit because they're like, fuck, we that that stuff's doing pretty well. They're selling all sorts of toys and shit. We should probably try that. Then it was part of the Instagram post that I sent you that I got that from originally. They said in the post then that. Uh, uh, Inframan was the Shaw Brothers' response to Ultraman and Common Rider. Oh, that's awesome. I'm okay with that. I have seen it, by the way, and it is exactly what you think it is. <laughs> For better or worse, or both. The fucked up part about it is, is that it's a feature film, presumably theatrically released, does not look any better than what you get in Japan at the same time on TV. <laughs> It probably looks a little worse, as a matter of fact. But, you know, you don't go to Shaw Brothers for fucking tokusatsu martial arts superhero stuff. You go to watch them make movies about the five deadly venoms or whatever. Or the one-armed swordsman or some shit. Yeah. Weird stuff. Well, you know, (laughs) it seems to me, and I could be wrong about this, but it seems to me like the Shaw Brothers were kind of like the Roger Corman of their day, like just trying to crank out whatever seemed like it would be profitable. Yeah, that's a good point. That you is know, a like good point. what's going to be popular? <laughs> what's going to hit the popular zeitgeist? What is going to get people in, you know, get asses in seats and, uh, you know. Ultraman's Ultraman been going strong Kamen for Rider five years. We maybe might as well try that. As, maybe they did it as a TV movie. That's a possibility. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, we, we'll have that to, was a thing in the 70s. We'll have to do an episode on it and we'll do some research and all. we'll find out because that's, that's definitely Maybe that'd that be a good one for next year. Maybe. Ooh, we're going we're gonna to have some fun. It's going to get weird. It's going to get even weirder <laughs> this month because Masked Rider is a thing. The production values on Masked Rider are much better than the production values on what we're covering in the last week of this month so be prepared so i just i just i just gotta say i i love this dumb shit and i'm very i'm very happy that i'm doing this and making you do it it's fun everybody get out there if you're into this shit watch the masked rider it's really dumb but it's really fucking fun again if you're into that sort of dumb shit but also get your ass on tubi and watch fucking common rider so we can get more of that more of the tokusatsu stuff on Shout Factory TV. I'm down to watch Common Writer just because it seems like they didn't go the same direction as they did as far as um, trying to dumb it down for like really young kids. It is so this ridiculously seems like it's more, different. <laughs> it seems like it would be more in the vein of like uh, like Spider-Man, which I loved. Yeah, and it a little darker, not quite as... It was for kids, obviously, but they kind of... They were like, yeah, young kids can watch this, but older kids should probably be able to enjoy it too. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That's a good way to be. That's what RPM did. Power Rangers. That's. Oh, by the way, there is another iteration of Masked Rider that was a Canadian production, I believe. Common no, kidding. Common Rider Dragon Knight or some shit. And I totally forgot to bring that up. And that's something we can cover at some point. But I totally forgot about that because I. It came out in like 2008 and I was not aware of it until like a couple years ago. But yeah, I use a stock footage from Common Rider Kuga. I believe something like that unless I'm just making that up because I probably am is it also a Saban production no not at all (laughs) 
<laughs> Isn't that fucking weird? God, that's so weird. <laughs> Good for those Canucks getting out there and, and trying to capitalize on the Power Rangers hype. So next week will probably go a little bit more smoothly because you'll be in a better mood. I'll be more prepared. <laughs> See, I say this all the time, and I expect you guys to give us money. I don't really fucking understand what the hell I'm even doing here. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It is funny, isn't it? But yeah, so I'll tease you a little bit. I'm not even going to tease you. I'm just going to tell you what it is. It's called Vampires. Now, that's V-A-N-P-Y-R-E-S, I think. And yes, it is about a bunch of kids who find their way into a junkyard and are able to turn into like car fighter people because the bad guy is made out of fucking junk or some shit. We'll get there. It'll be all right. (laughs) This is next week. This is next week. Thir- it's, it's, and it's only got 13 oh episodes. God. No tie-ins as far as I know. Nothing nothing weird. It's all on YouTube also, so good luck. <laughs> okay, vampires. Yeah, I'm all psyched. Right. It's going to be terrible. I have not heard good things about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think we're going to wrap it up. So, again, go watch some fucking Common Writer. Bug everybody. Go go to Toei. Toei, email the shit out of them and Shout Factory and be like, get your shit together. We need some fucking... Go on, Shout Factory. Yeah, get it together. Tubi, all you motherfuckers. Anyways, so you can go ahead and give us money if you want at patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. <laughs> Way to sell it. <laughs> You can follow us on all the social media shit at the shark pod. And we'll be back next week with some fucking vampires. All right. But until then, stay jawsome. Yay. And cut. <laughs>